This is a disgrace! What is this demolition man? Welcome to Discover Progress, the podcast that used to just be about progress wrestling. Now it's about progress wrestling and other things. In fact, we're going to talk about progress wrestling we today um, as we s- slowly get caught up. I don't know if it's slow, whatever. It takes them a little bit to release shows. And they had a couple of uh, exciting shows that they released, and we they can only watch them one at a time. Weekend. Yeah, a whole weekend of shows. So we will get into that. But before we get into any of that. Let's get the uh, stuff out of the way. You can find this show wherever you find shows on all your favorite podcast apps as well as allwrestling.com. If you want it before it gets up, what are you doing? (laughs) 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 He's over here. Like as if you're like directing uh, uh, an orchestra. And pantomiming what you're saying. Yeah, which none of it may. uh, No one can see. Big butt, giant (laughs) booty is what you just. All all the booty. All the booty. Okay. Uh, No. Uh, if you want to listen to the show before it goes up on allwrestling.com, uh, your favorite podcast apps as well as YouTube, uh, but go check out allwrestling.com too. Great source for all things wrestling. Um, and if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Disc Progress. Instagram being the Adam Show, that guy. That's me. And uh, Twitter being the David Show, that's this guy, that guy. me, me, myself, and I. Um, but I have to avoid Twitter a lot these days. Spoilers. Because yeah, now that now that we're on the new schedule, I feel like I have to like hold off on there's like once Wednesday rolls around, it's like stay the hell off Twitter for a few days until we get yeah. finished watching NXT UK, NXT. Well, but now you don't have to worry as much about that because Thursday No, it's still Wednesday no, because NXT is still on Wednesday. Oh I guess, yeah. <laughs> But Thursday, Thursday yeah, is the new home for NXT. And when is, is that next week? That's is next there? week. Man, they're just making changes. According to the interwebs. Left, right, and center. All over the place. All but over the place. Whatever. Uh, so, yeah, speaking of progress, you, you don't have a question, do you? No, I don't. No. I got nothing. I had a question for you yesterday, and I blew it by asking you yesterday. I could have saved you could just it for ask the it show. Now. I could, and you could pretend to be dumb. I could pretend uh, to be dumb. Because we're going to talk about uh, Natural Progression Series number six. That uh, progress just wrapped up earlier this month. Uh, and my question was yesterday, how many natural progression series winners are from England proper? There's been six of them. Six of them. And the answer is? The same amount as there are female winners to the national progression series. Did you One. say national progression? Natural series? progression. <laughs> yeah, natural just, to check that. Na- natural. Just one. Yeah. So which is, I mean, spoiled some stuff for me because I'm currently going through. I'm on chapter 18 now. The yeah. Natural progression series. You just finished Numero it. dos. Yeah. Just wrapped up, which was Flash Morgan Webster. So the first two winners were from Wales. Yep. And, and they're also the current. And they're also the current. NXT UK NXT, take team yeah. champions. Uh, then who else did we have? We had, after that was... William Ever, who is from William Ever. England proper. Yeah. And then I believe... Number four. Number four would have been Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Who, of course, is from Australia. Actually, from New Zealand via Australia. No, from Australia she's via from New Zealand. Gold she was born Coast? in New Zealand. Ah, but she's so from she's, Gold Coast, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then number five... Mark Davis. Also from... The Dunk. Also from... 
Australia. Australia. So does that mean? And then this year's winner. Spoiler. Okay, if you if you're gonna watch Natural Progression series, and you haven't done it yet. Shut it off right now. Go watch in that. Three, two, one. The winner was Scotty Davis from Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> Jordan Devlin's best friend. Yeah, so does that mean next year we're going to have another Irish winner? Jordan Devlin the, will win it. I, I like the idea. Yeah, Jordan Devlin will win it. Um, it is funny, though, because we had two Welsh, English, two Aussies. <laughs> so it'll just be Irish and then two Canadians. Whoa. Someone from England will never win again. Yeah. Uh, but all in all, like we'll talk about it. it was, I mean, it was a tournament done over the course of a couple of hours, uh, an eight-man tournament, I guess. Yeah. I want to say, I mean, Scotty Davis absolutely – 100% fantastic performer yeah. all the way through. I was most excited about uh, Cara Noir, who comes over from mainly Riptide yeah. uh, Wrestling, which is in in uh, the UK as well. Um, he is... The Black Swan. The Black Swan. He, I've seen him a couple times, just a couple of his matches. So I was familiar with him, but didn't know a ton about him. But man, I think he put on... Amazing. Show and a show. Yeah, he, yeah. He had, so he wins his first match and then loses in the second round, so in the semis. But both matches were so good. Yeah. And uh, of course, in his first match, he actually beat uh, Dan Maloney, uh, or Dan Baloney, as, as my five year old yeah. says. <laughs> Dan, mm, I like Dan, Dan Baloney. Baloney. Unofficial official. Yeah. Fourth member well, yeah, of British Strong Style. So was he Trent Seven? Was it Trent Seven? Trent put Seven him? Yeah, put okay. him in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that yeah. was a nice thing about this. Most of the natural progression series mm-hmm. people were put in there i think they all are by they? other i don't think Cara or gene were oh maybe but were put in there by other gene money gene money <laughs> who is about... by the way pure money yeah he uh so gene money and got some got a little bit of back and forth with him on this because i tweeted that gene money looks like the love child of john lithgow and michael keaton yes <laughs> and man it's every time he would make a face, I'd be like, "Oh, it's a Lithgow." Face. Oh, there's a Michael Keaton face. Yeah. It was just unbelievable. But he was funny too. Like mm-hmm. very um, good comedic timing. Yeah, he does have he in 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 a similar like reminded me a lot of ways to Grado. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I don't. I've never seen Grado do in anything more ma- than just match. like yeah, goofy sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Whereas like Gene Money in this match actually does some wrestling. Yeah, and no, so, he's a good wrestler with good comedic wrestle, timing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was fun. And <laughs> the crowd, as soon as he was eliminated, I think we're chanting, we want our money back. Yeah, we <laughs> want our money back. That's right, which is funny. It was good stuff. Um, but yeah, all in all, it was a pretty decent tournament. I mean, we did have the six-man tag match between LAX and Eddie Kingston against CCK, who was supposed to feature Lucky, Lucky Kid. Kid. But whether by design or not, Lucky Kid was not there because of travel issues. So it just started out in a stupid fashion of... LAX and Kingston against Gresham, uh, Brooks, and a staple gun. <laughs> Earl. Was that what it was called? I believe Earl. his name was Earl. I don't uh, remember the second name. My name is Earl. Um, but yeah, eventually, eventually they get their third member, which is Jonathan Gresham's fiance. Yeah. Jordan Grace. Who Gresham can, goes on to eventually spear her through a table by accident. <laughs> yeah. Not not the first one to do that, though. Just pulled a straight-up Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> making his, making, well, I guess in this case, future wife yes. take a bump through a table. Uh, but, yeah, in that match, like, Kingston and LAX go over. And I, the one thing I've loved about Eddie Kingston as of late in, his, like, his run with progress 
is how much he just puts other guys over. Like after the match, whether he yeah. wins or loses, grabs a mic and just goes off. And it was great because he's like, I don't care if the main event runs over. And he's just like going on. <laughs> and he's like, I've got, I've got some stuff to say. Uh, and then goes off in his New York accent. Yeah. And uh, He doesn't like Chris Brooks, but he yeah, respects him. But he respects him. Yeah. So he and Gresham him. is great. Yeah. And- Jordan Grace. He actually is, called Gresham one of, if not the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. Which oftentimes when things like that get said, I'm like, well, what? A, how much of that is he actually like saying for real yeah. versus just being like, this guy's good, yeah. right? And B, like, what? what is he? What's his basis? W- yeah, what is his basis for that? Like, Gresham's been all over the place. Uh, and he, I He's like not him. even the best wrestler in, in Europe. Europe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, so that was pretty cool. The match itself was all right. Uh, it definitely was like the let's give the semifinalists, like I guess some the finalists to- now, some time to breathe. Because uh, the way they structured it, yeah, you had your four quarterfinal matches, uh, intermission, two semis, six-man tag match, final. So it's yeah. like let's give them 20 minutes to rest. <laughs> while the, and Because like they changed – they either changed or covered the canvas. I think they just cover it. They covered it. And then yeah. it didn't, wasn't necessary – no, like it's they did pull thumbtacks. There was out. a little bit of blood. The thumbtacks I thought were great because they were in a progress wrestling bag. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's pretty great. I want one of those bags. But even that was outside of the ring. Yeah, you know. So I mean, screw. I guess uh, covering the floor. Hope someone. Hope no one in the finals took a thumbtack to the back by accident outside the ring. Could you imagine? Oh, we missed that one. I, they. I am sure they swept them. Yeah. Even just sweep, sweep it under the ring. One <laughs> thing you noticed, um, you were watching Chapter 17. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say this. At the Electric Ballroom. Yeah. Which is where the MPSW's Natural MPS Progression six. Series Weekend 6 or whatever they call it. Yeah, know. just MPS 6. Um, MPS 6 took place. Yeah. The floors. <laughs> very different looking. Yeah, like the floors in, so I mean, Chapter 17 is four to five years ago. Five, almost, yeah, almost five years ago. Uh, they're definitely in a lot better shape back then yeah. than they are now. <laughs> like they are just a mess now. But um, it's it's so it's kind of funny to see now. They just look like they're all rustic and beat up and whatever. Back four then, years of bad road. Yeah, back four or five years ago, they were nice and like they were still you know they look like polishing vinyl. and waxing them. Yeah. <laughs> not not so much anymore. By the now looks it looks things, like they just use like a rototiller to go. They're just them. like let's just sand it down and then it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to worry about upkeep anymore. We'll just it all looks like crap anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no. So NPS six was. Was Very fun. Good. On the same day, I watched the NPS 6 finals uh, and the NPS 2 finals. Mm-hmm. They used to do the tournament over the course of months. It would be <laughs> like one match at a time, basically, on different chapters. And now they're like, let's do it all in a day, which I like. I, I, I mean, it's not a big tournament. They cap it at eight. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. always kind of eight. But, um, yeah, so it's nice in that regard. And then also with, like, their super strong style 16, which is obviously a bigger tournament. They do that over two days. And I like the tournaments. Like they're they're mm-hmm. nice little um, nice little changes. Yeah. I think. Well, it gets you. You see guys that you normally probably wouldn't see. Yeah, NPS especially. Like mm-hmm. you got some of those guys who you know. Like we've seen the OJMO. We've seen Dan Maloney. Yeah. The OJMO we've seen more recently. Yeah. Uh, Dan Maloney. I can't think. Um, the last time I, I feel Duggan, like that was the first time I've seen Duggan. Yeah, most of them are are um, like that was first times on my first experience shows. with Kara. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, Inkara came, and well, Kara and Gene, Scotty Davis, and Scotty Davis. First, yeah. yeah. Well, and Gene Money, they've they've all come from different promotions. Yeah. Like Kara for sure, Riptide, Scotty Davis. I'm sure does a ICW. lot. No OTT, OTT over the right. top. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I'm not sure where Gene Money's from. Why do I keep saying ICW? Because you just say ICW. Insane Championship Wrestling. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. Irish Championship Wrestling, maybe. Yeah, it's not. But no. <laughs> yeah, no. OTT over the top. Uh, I believe. I mean, he. I'm sure he's fought elsewhere too. I'm just gonna wager a guess that that's kind of his quote unquote home promotion right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it is nice to kind of see new faces where it's super strong style. It's typically guys who are established in progress, and like this year they brought in, you know, like guys who were Kyle from, Cameron. Yeah, like the, yeah, exactly. They brought in guys actually from NXT, like mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which is kind of nice, but. So yeah, it was it was a, it was a good little show. We've moved on to chapter ninety five now, but uh, we're not going to talk about it until we finished watching it. Yes. Uh, so far, so good though. So far, so good. Speaking of so far, so good. Um, NXT live on Wednesdays. So far, so good. But so let's far, so good. Yes. Briefly cover, I guess NXT UK real quick. We'll stay overseas. Two weeks worth. Um, yeah, we're not no- going to go over everything. I, I yeah. like this week's. We'll talk about. Like, I mean, I guess like. Trent Seven and Noam Dar finally fought after a couple of weeks of it. Trent Seven prodding him. Yeah, and Dar <laughs> poking back. Yeah, and then finally then. <clears throat> and I love Noam Dar. Like, yeah. whether it's watching old progress shows because, you know, he was there from the beginning um, or watching, you know, him in present day, he's still mm-hmm. very much the same. Yeah. And I, I love to watch. Like, he's he works great with the crowd. Which is what I think I really because like his style, I'm not necessarily like fully engaged. Like, oh man, like I you, you talk about someone like Alistair Black, his style is yeah. why you watch that guy, right? Noam Dar isn't as much about style as it just is the way he works with his mm-hmm. his opponents and with the crowd and whatnot and his personality. Yeah, and this match is a good like a prime example because the finish of this match, he's getting the better of Trent Seven at this point, and he like grabs Trent's mustache mountain towel. And first he like wipes his armpits with it, and then he shoves it in his pants. Yeah. And so when he, I forget, does he Trent go for the Nova roll? Yeah. And he Trent dot or clotheslines him. Oh right, hits and him. And then yeah. he sees he that sees the his towel, towel and, and loses like, his mind. You what? Yeah. And just start, which is funny. So he yeah. just starts like beating the snot out of him to the point where they roll over to the ropes. Ref counts to five. Trent gets DQ'd, which uh, I thought was great. Um, it, you know, it showed a little bit of. Of Noam and his personality and his mm-hmm. character getting under the skin of Trent, uh, yeah. yeah so Who's normally a, actually like he Trent's generally a pretty cool customer. Yeah, Trent's a great example too of like someone who it's not necessarily his style, but yeah. it's his crowd and character work that he does with mm-hmm. you know within the ring. So um, that but, clothesline though, oh, yo, yeah. I mean, fantastic. Like, I mean, they are, when I say not <laughs> not necessarily their style, like they've all obviously got things they do well. But some of them, it's more about the character. Yeah, and yeah. like Alistair was a lot about the character too, especially in his time in NXT. Mm-hmm. But watching that guy fight was always something else. Yes. Because in the ring, he was always kind of very serious and you know, like oh, yeah. dark and whatnot, like kind of like. But but you know, like watching like the the frigging kicks, the strikes, everything was always so mesmerizing, mm-hmm. kind of to watch. Yeah. Or you look at a guy like Ricochet. If you want to talk about two guys who were running at the same time and went up at the same time, Ricochet again more so about his style than anything else, mm-hmm. right? Like that guy can flip for days, and it's fun to watch. Yeah. But yeah, so so I this match was a lot of fun to watch in a very different way. Um, 
And I'm assuming we're not done because no. that is an indecisive, you know, finish sort of deal. But we did get um, the finish to the Cassius Ono Sid Scala. Oh yeah, I, yeah. So stuff. I didn't watch. You didn't last see week, the so. British rounds match. Um, it was really good. Yeah, I went um, back. And it, it ended in a one nothing win for Cassius. Okay, where Sid was like one second away from getting a tying pin. Yeah, so and literally the bell rang right when right before the ref right. hit three. Yeah, so I mean that's an upside and a downside because I mean that just basically to me makes it sound like oh it was a like an Iron Man match except they took breaks every couple minutes yeah. right like um, which is great too it is fun to watch like that change I much prefer matches like that than as they we even talked had, about they even had spit buckets. That's funny. I'd much prefer matches like that and Iron Man matches and whatnot than like we've talked about like Last Man Standing yeah. or um, like Four Corners sort of like chain matches. The or four <laughs> stages of doom. Well, in yeah, a the three stages of hell was just the worst match. Um, yeah, yeah. So that that is awesome. I should go back and watch that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, NXT UK right now and just kind of like we're we're a little S- bit yeah S- we're in the course. Uh, Devlin. Is gonna be oh that I'm excited about that should be good. That, so, Tyler Bate Tyler came Bate, out yeah. to talk he's like, chat. Yeah, he's like I lost. I'm sad, but I'm not done here. Blah blah blah. And then Devlin, and I was like, of I was like, you lost. Yeah. Well, it was funny because as he was talking, I was like, someone's clearly gonna come out. Who? And I literally just as I start racking my brain, thinking like, who would come out? Brown. Brown. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, it makes sense. This will be a fun little match. So yeah, um, I look forward to that for sure. We might get a Devlin Dar versus Trent Tyler yeah. tag match somewhere in there. Maybe. I don't know if that's necessary. No, but it'll be fun. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. I'm sure it'll stay on its own, though. But Probably. Um, well, we shall see. But, yeah, so, like, NXT UK doing it's kind of like we're post-takeover, so we're not building up to anything right mm-hmm. now, especially because they don't do takeovers. Maybe they're going to start, but as regularly yeah. as the NXT brand does. So it's... You know, you get a little more time in between where these stories often build up to TV matches. So I believe next week we will be getting Tegan versus Kaylee in a non-title match. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay if Tegan wins. Yeah, I don't think she. W- well, I think she'll win. Yeah, but I think it'll be something's going to happen. I think she'll so win by disqualification or countout yeah. or something, right? Like, and then so and, whether Kaylee yeah. hits her with the title. Or just yeah. walks away because Tegan's getting the better of her. Mm-hmm. Um, classic heel loss with the title sort of deal. But yeah, and so they're setting up for Jazzy versus Rhea. I'm so confused with Rhea Ripley right now, and we'll use this to transition into NXT as well because um, she was on this week's NXT. She was, and so like she was on a couple weeks ago where she fought um, Shayna Baszler, where she was clearly like being booked as the face there. Yeah, and now this week on NXT. Because she's still there, uh, she's back to her. Everyone's own. cheering for her, but she was back yeah, to her old, back like, to her heelish ways, mean Pete Dunne ways. Yeah, and then, but but not like like Pete Dunne. I mean, he does the heelish things, and he yeah. kind of like does the like ah, <laughs> like you know, she doesn't do that. Yeah, she's so just like, she's just a, she's just a straight up heel who people like because she's a badass. Yeah, and uh, and she's got fantastic entrance music, <laughs> and she's a decent worker. Oh, she's a great worker, and she's, she's a good talker. She is for sure one of. I would say the top workers in like any of the women's divisions yeah. right now. Um, she could go with even anyone on the main roster mm-hmm. if you're looking at that as being you know like the goal, the end, the yeah. end. And um, but yeah, so I mean, obviously against Shayna, she comes out and she like gets the huge face pop because you haven't beat me, bitch. Yeah. 
And then from there, okay. And then comes back this week, and she's she, a heel. She murders poor Lacey Lane. Yeah, but then who's going to be the face when she fights Jazzy? Like clearly, it's got to be Rhea. Rhea. Yeah, like it's so. So I'm just like, I feel like we're all over the place a little bit here. I think I think they're at the point with Rhea where it's like, okay, people like her, so yeah. we can just do whatever we want with her. Maybe she could just wrestle whoever. She can be her bad guy wrestler and yeah. beat up the small faces, and she can be a good guy wrestler and fight all the, the only powerful problem, guys. The only and, problem with that is that's like a tactic I feel they use a lot of times with people that they don't know what they're doing with. That's true. And so I just hope that that's not what we're looking at here is like, mm-hmm. okay, she's just going to float around for a bit. We don't really have anything for her. So we'll just keep bouncing her back and forth. And I mean, I guess we'll see going forward. I think maybe what's going to happen here is if Candace goes over Shayna next week, you could see Rhea. Yeah. Who else is it going to be at this That's point? Fair. Right? Like, I mean, Ginny. I mean, EO <laughs> right. obviously, yeah. I guess is because they've got a story too, but, but that could be like EO. EO is the first and then Rhea. Right. Or even Candice is Candice's redemption because she. I don't think she's actually beat EO yet. Yeah, EO faces Candice for the title at the next takeover, and then Candice wins, and then Maybe, yeah. Rhea wins a number one contender match or something. So we'll see. Having said that, Candace. we didn't we didn't go last week. So yeah, that 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 we didn't is talk a thing. About last week, well, that was we're not, this week. Yeah, Candice. Well, but I mean, like Candice is number one contender. Yes. So next week is a huge show uh, because it's their, it's their first. Full two hours on USA, and I guess that's also the first week AEW goes to I TV. believe so. It's right around there, if not. Yeah. Um, and so the only thing I'm surprised at is we don't have a North American title match. And I guess maybe it's because it just happened. We just had one last week. So they're like, well, we could. But you could mm-hmm. easily do the Velveteen Dream like rematch for some reason. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we, got, we have uh, Rhea, not Rhea, <laughs> Shayna and Candice. Which was decided last week, and then it was also announced, I think, last week. Yeah, yeah. That Street Profits would get a rematch against Undisputed Era, uh, so that'll be good. And then the main event of the first hour, yeah, of this week. So show this week's show was a number one contender match. Yeah, it was. It was a carryover from last week, uh, in that it was uh, Matt Riddle and Killian Dane, which of course ended in a giant schmoz last week. Mm-hmm. And everyone was fighting. Yeah, everyone was fighting everybody. Everybody was fighting, and apparently William Regal came out, which must have happened after it went off air. But yeah. I was so confused when they and he was it. pissed. Yeah, and and he's he had like, his mad dad. But we're gonna make it. Too. We're gonna make it worth it for you, or whatever he says. We're, it's gonna be a yeah. number one contenders match. He wanted to make sure yeah. that there was a finish. So this yeah. which is funny because I don't think I don't I don't blame Matt Riddle and Killian Dane for what happened last week. No, like why why do you have to be like I want to guarantee there's a finish? Well, what what means what what what's that to stop other people from getting involved? Yeah. That's what happened. It was a street right? fight. It wasn't like they were like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. It's just everyone jumped in. Some of them for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so that was a good good match. I like the way they kind of. I so far as I said earlier, so far so good because they haven't. I don't think they've like tightened the leashes on anyone no. thus far. Yeah. In fact, looking at the first match on this, this week's, week's show, they may have loosened the leashes a little bit because Dominic Dijakovic legit did a top rope Canadian destroyer to Keith, to Lee. Keith Lee, to which the commentary team actually said, you know, it was a, like straight up. I don't, I don't re- recall hearing anybody on WWE program actually say it. As a Canadian destroyer, because I feel like they're all slight variations yeah. that they allow I them to do. I think during the four, three stages, three stages of Hell match, yeah. um, Johnny did hit um, Cole 
with a Canadian destroyer, and I believe Morrow called it a Canadian Did destroyer. He? But he does call Coles still the Panama City Sunrise. Yeah, but I think Coles is also different. Yeah. I mean, the fact that like, he takes him from the top rope down and then does yeah. it is one thing. But I also, if I recall, like, I don't know if he lands it in like a pile driver sort of finish, right? right. Versus it being more of like it's landing like him on his back. More like a neck breaker, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. There, it's a move that's everywhere. We were talking about this earlier mm-hmm. that everybody's doing it, it seems, which is great. It's a fantastic move. It looks awesome. It's yeah. like the, the Spanish fly is a fantastic looking move that, you know, more people do it. Okay, as long as it looks cool. Yeah. You know, I love Jordan Devlin's Spanish fly. You can do it from anywhere. But, yeah, that match was unreal. And so I'm hoping that um, – There's just shades of what's to come. Yeah, like is it just going to be – so essentially now they're at one win apiece with a draw. Yeah. And so will it be essentially like a best of three where you, you throw out the draw, next one wins as the winner, or do they keep going? Um, and I always – I'd love to see them keep going. It doesn't well, yeah. me none. Every time – like are they going to take it up another notch each and every time? I don't know. Maybe do that? Maybe the next one will be – maybe they'll have a best of five, and the winner of those five will become uh, Roddy's next – Number one contender. Maybe. That's a lot of matches for number one contender. <laughs> this is the deal, okay? One of you will be the next number one contender. You gotta, you're just going to have to have five matches. you got to win three of five matches. I guess, yeah, I guess it could be three matches. Go. Yeah, you're each going to win a piece, so you got to win two more, okay? Yeah. I guess, yeah, they could do that, too. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. I, I, would, I would like to watch them fight. I can only assume that it's going to end in, like, a... If it keeps going, it'll be like, a well, the final match will be a best two out of three falls yeah. or, you know, like something along those lines where it's like, it's definitive, yeah. which they've all been definitive outside of the count out. Um, but yeah, I could watch those guys go a whole bunch of times. All the times. All the times. Fight if that's forever. your opener every week on NXT, you're doing okay by <laughs> me. Because <laughs> they like just stormed out of the gates. Yeah. And so far, just like general overall feel with the new show, as it were. Um, I like the way they're structuring things, and I wonder if it'll stay that way now that next week they're officially two hours on USA mm-hmm. because you knew, you could tell, week one, Roddy and um, Velveteen were at the end of hour one because they wanted to put a show on for those watching on USA. Yeah. Because the finish was a lot, like the finish of the show, from what I can tell, because I missed hour one, but seeing like the replays and whatever, the finish of the show was a lot less dramatic the way, like... It felt like kind of like, oh, that was a weird sort of yeah. finish. But the finish of the first hour was, yeah. was undisputed, great. standing at the top of the ramp. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, with this show, you know, you had the finish of the first hour was Matt Riddle and um, what's his name? Dane. Killian Dane. Great match. Great match. And then Riddle putting Adam Cole in, you know, the Fujiwara arm bar at the end. Yeah. So it was like, okay, that felt like the end of a show. And then it goes to the second hour. And I felt... Like, they, they actually ended this one a little better, yeah. like, hour two than last time. But my question is, will they continue that, like, end of hour one is just as big as the end of hour two? That would be cool. That would I be nice, having just two large marquee matches each Right. Each I wonder week. if they will or not. I don't know. We'll have to see. But or if I once mean, it's, right now we're looking probably, what, tag team? Yeah, next week, next week again will be another anomaly, NXT, right? Like, yeah, it's it's Break another anomaly from, because it's not going to be a normal show. Broken up by a random Cameron Grimes yeah. match. This show was probably like match. the closest thing you would get 
maybe like to like to a straight up regular weekly WWE show yeah. in the fact that we didn't have any title matches. No. It wasn't the first where it's like, oh man, we gotta explode out of the gates. It was strictly like a show that had just some good matches and it had some, you know, kind of random booking matches in there as well, right? Yeah. Like we saw we got an opportunity to see some different talents. They still haven't taken a lot, like there's not a ton of backstage stuff going on, which I support. Which is wonderful, yeah. Yeah. Um so so far so good. The weird thing was Undisputed Era coming out and standing on above the announced team balcony thing. Yeah, it was strange, but I mean, getting used to like whether or not things have changed at Full Sail. They've moved the announced team because they expanded their stage. Yeah, holy smokes, does that stage look good? Titantrons all around. Everybody, you got a new Titantron? Yeah, that video board is insane. It's huge. It's nice. Um, but yeah, and yeah, and updating like the, the entrance videos and whatnot for a lot of the guys. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty great. We think Dijakovic got new entrance music. Yeah, probably, for sure got a new video. You got a new video. Sort of deal. Dakota Kai got a new video. Yeah. She picked up a win. Yeah. Today, yesterday or two days ago, I guess, <laughs> technically. Yeah. Um, Cameron Grimes has been on both shows, so heavy push for him. Yeah, I missed him last time because he must have been in the first hour. You blink and you miss it. Yeah, it was, it was literally. What did, what did Morrow refer to it as? A, a micro, microwave. Microwave Sean Maluda. Sean Maluda. It was literally Sean Maluda ran at him. Cameron Grimes jumped up, stomped Double him into stomp, the ground, and over. that was the game. That finisher that is so brutal, too. It looks painful. <laughs> I like that he can do it out of nowhere because, like, as mm-hmm. many guys that have done, like, a double stomp for, like, I it's mean, obviously the, the main guy in WWE would, would be Finn. Finn yeah. But even, like, Alistair, back when he was Tommy End, he did it as a as one of his, if not his yeah. main finisher. And they and just, just climb up to the top, yeah, struggle top, to the top because they're tired. Top rope finishers a lot of time, I'm always like, oh... I mean, I don't like necessarily how they, they they work great for like squash matches. Yeah, but I always feel a little bit like I mean, I guess they learned they use them well enough. Like it it helps build drama sometimes mm-hmm. when the guy's got to climb up. You're like, oh man, he's going for the coup de gras. Oh no, someone stopped him. Yeah, right. But yeah, Cameron Grimes just like murders guys straight up, makes him eat shit. Yeah, and then gets the win. And he he's looking great so far. I love the top hat thing mm-hmm. that he comes out with. He comes out his Titan Tron looks kind of like. Old school carnival yep. type lettering and stuff. Yeah, it's I, cool. I like it. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear him talk more. Obviously, we'll mm-hmm. get into that as time goes. But uh, he's he's looked good so far. And uh, yeah, Kushida looking he, good. He, he was he looked good. He was supposed to have a match day, uh, last week. Last week, yeah. Um, but uh, Imperium Imperium had. Things which to was, say otherwise. Yeah, which was a huge did not see huge that surprise coming at yeah. all. Yeah, I was like, that was cool. And uh, so they had their six-man tag match this week. And Kushida had to get some tag partners. He did. And, and he got some tag partners. And everybody loved it. And everybody loved it. But at the same point, I was like kind of surprised because it was the weirdest entrance. Kushida comes out. First. And then Imperium comes out. Yeah. And Kushida bails out of the ring and then gets back and gets in their face and does his whole like points at his wrist, quote-unquote wristwatch. I don't think he wears no. one. And then... Lights go out. I'm like, okay. Sirens come on. Here? And then the sirens come on. It's fashion police. Brizongo, which I love Brizongo, but it felt a little like, oh. Cheap. A little underwhelming. Yeah. Um, and then it just- made sense because of what Imperium do. They're trying to protect the sacredness. Sure. Yeah, of yeah. The That's sphere. fair. That's fair. And I didn't bother to look at it that way. What other team yeah. or pairing of guys could it have been right. right? Like, and that's fair. Goof, literal goofballs. Yeah, yeah. I right? can get behind that. I didn't. I didn't bother to look at it that way when it was happening. And the match ended up being fine. Oh, it was a good match. Yeah, and I was like, I was just hoping it was going to be. You know, knowing that we're in the early weeks of 
NXT on USA and stuff. Kevin Owens. Well, so Johnny but Gargano. but if Kevin Owens is coming anywhere, uh, it's going to be Smackdown. this coming Tuesday. Yeah. Or Wednesday, sorry. Uh, because why not debut on when it's the full-fledged yeah. show on USA, right? If that's what's going to happen. I mean, it's been a rumor. Who knows? We'll but see. But they just continued that story on SmackDown. Yeah. They're having a ladder match. When is the, but is the ladder and, match, is it this Friday? I don't know. Like, when does that switch? Out? That's what I'm also, I haven't bothered to look today? and figure out. Yesterday? Yeah, today. Whenever yeah. this goes up. <laughs> I guess that's the thing, right? But that also wouldn't necessarily stop him from going on NXT. That's true, right? but like if that happens, that would make more sense if Shane O'Mac wins. Yeah. Kevin's fired. Yeah. From SmackDown. Or yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but um. But yeah, in the end, so I'm trying to figure out what we're doing here with Imperium. I think they just needed. A, they wanted a boost, or they're building up for War Games. It's possible because it's two months away. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. A little over, a little under two months. I just want to know who's next for Walter. <laughs> I don't know who's next. Yeah, Goldberg. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Keep that away from... Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, sure. Uh, I don't know who it's going to be, but... We got um, the team of Chase Parker and Matt Martell. Oh, yeah, but I no wanted to No relation make... to the Super Mar- model. Yeah, I, um, the Super Mario. I wanted to make a comment, though, about just Nigel losing his shit over Brizongo coming out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what does he say? Uh, there's a couple lines. What is this, Demolition Man? What is this, Demolition Man? He's got Blade Runner over in the corner, <laughs> and he's just, like, going off on all these, like... He was having some trouble accepting the fact that it was ty- uh, Yeah, which is... The, the funny thing about Nigel is, like, sometimes he's just, like, fairly down the middle, and then all of a sudden he'll just be, like, so offended by something a face yeah. does. Which, I mean, is whatever. It's good. It's yeah. funny. Um... Anyways, uh, yeah, they have a team name officially. Oh yeah, Ever Rise. Yeah, Ever Rise. Um, how about Sounds how about like what's what's a better name for them at this point? Anything um, else? Ever Enhance. <laughs> I mean, they've had two matches. They've had two matches. They it's a terrible one was against Brazongo, and this yeah. one was against One Two. Yeah, teams that don't regularly win against real tag teams. Brazongo's <laughs> on a win streak. I guess they're three and zero in NXT currently. Who else? Well, yeah. So I guess they, they beat, beat Forgotten, Forgotten Sons, Sons, who also don't typically beat top tag teams. They beat Ever Rise. Ever Rise. And then they they won. Oh yeah, they, on the back of Kushida. Yeah, I guess Kushida got the pin. Yeah. Kushida got the pin. But yeah, I mean hey, Ever Rise. I, I understand they're they're new. They'll that it's got a terrible name. Though. Oni and Danny a number one contendership. Although I guess they technically pinned got they got the pin in a six man tag. In the six man tag. This yeah. was a six man tag as well. Oh, yeah, but but also not against the NXT Tag Team no. Champions. That's what happened with Oni and Lorcan. Like, come on. Oni and Lorcan, eh? Oni and Lorcan. I, Oni and Lorcan. A, I pulled an Adam. Yeah. Um, Danny Lorcan and Oni Bor- Birch. <laughs> I can't even say Oni Borch. Oni Borch. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, I, I just don't think it's a good name. And, Got some uh, takeaways. takeaways? Hashtag Team Kick. Hashtag Team Kick. That's your takeaway? That's my takeaway. And the takeaway from today's episode is hashtag Team Kick, who she was also, and then they showed, like, what were we watching it on? Because we just watched a video of her. That was last week. Was that last week? That was last week. They did a video about her. 
No, we no. watched it together. Was it on NXT UK? It must have been. It must have been. They did a video on Dakota Kai about her recovery on her No, her they injury. did the video on Tegan Knox about the recovery That's of her injury. That's what it was. Oh, who, yeah, Team Who Kick. was repping Team Kick. Yeah, yeah. And then I was going to make the comment about the Riot Squad shirt. That's and right. she was, was repping the Riot yeah. Squad in that one. That, I was, was like, doing... what was the... Co- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot less... Com- they were both injured, though. They were both, both, both knee injuries, actually, injuries. too. That's right. They were. They were. So, but yeah. No, so so far, so good, as I said. Um, with regards to NXT going to two hours. Um, It doesn't feel super long. Like, I watched hour one last night, and then we watched the second hour together here. Well, the 40 to 40. Well, yeah, exactly. Almost a little over an hour. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah. It's almost over 100. It's about 130 minutes. Yeah. 130 minutes. minutes, Yeah. Yeah, It's a two-hour and 10-minute show. (laughs) Yeah. It's just over 90 minutes. So Because of commercials. It's not bad. Um my my concern was what would it feel like it drags out and it doesn't so not, far not so good yeah so, so far, far so good yeah. we'll see once they get into like their regular swing and they're out of like the new we got it, we're trying to win fans yeah. you know what i mean like let's try especially like with AEW going to TV like going mm-hmm. okay let's gear up i did see an interview with Triple H and, and i th- i think it's a little bit like it's not brand new i want to no. say it's a few weeks to a month or so old uh, i don't remember what show he was on but the guy asked him you know, like about AEW and competition and all this kind of stuff. And I was I was actually genuinely impressed with Triple H's answer, basically saying competition is good and in the end everybody wins. Mm-hmm. And I went, good for you for saying that because to this point, as much as AEW has said, oh, we're not in competition with WWE. They're sure acting like it. Yeah, well, and we've talked about this. Cody Rhodes especially is sure acting like it and it and it's a turnoff for me at this point. Yeah. I will still give it a chance. I think I'll like I, I have some interest off the beginning to see what things look like yeah. because it's one thing to say we can do this and it's another thing to do it. Yeah. Right? Anybody can say, Oh, we can do a better job than what they're doing on Raw and SmackDown. Like everyone's complaining about how bad it is. Yeah. But then to go out there and actually do it is another thing. And so, you know, I am interested to kind of see. I don't know that I'll watch it right out of the gate. Necessarily. I mean, but, it's going to be hard for us to watch it, but follow it a little how, bit. Uh, the setup is right, right. Now. and that and that's obviously a hindrance up here as well. Is like you have to you have to have a subscription to some. I didn't catch what app it was, but yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like it is one of those things where I'm like ah, and I also I'm not really one of the ones who's like nostalgic for the Monday Night Wars, yeah. right? Where I'm like, man, everything. Like yeah, I watched and it was fun, mm-hmm. but I also think wrestling is so much better now. Like, not necessarily Raw and SmackDown. I mean, even though we'll maybe s- maybe it is. Maybe it actually is. But we With- feel it's, you know, because we don't have these two big competing brands where they get to swear and have women wearing thongs on screen and yeah. stuff, right? Like, it's, everyone's it's like, ah, attitude era. Um, wrestling itself today, I think, is better than... It was in the attitude era. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And shows like NXT and then other, you know, like we talk about some different independent, you know, promotions, whether it's Progress or Defy or whatever, mm-hmm. different ones like that. Like the shows, there's so much good stuff going on that I don't ever feel like, oh man, I need something to run against this to make this better. And part part of it is because NXT's been great as is. Yeah. It doesn't need it, right? Like NXT created its own competition within itself, mm-hmm. um, and is is fantastic. And I know a lot of people are worried about it going two hours and live and whatever. And will Vince's hand be in the pot? All that kind of stuff. And I kind of go, so far so good. 
let's i don't see it getting too like i why not stick with what got you there yeah you know so um yeah i think i think it'll be good so so like what triple h says everybody wins because if you're already invested in nxt you're either going to also invest in aew or you're just not going to care yeah right it's like i don't i don't see nxt actually losing any viewers no you know unless they actually legit start to mess around with it and it becomes a shit show but on the whole i think it's going to be it'll be fine and uh yeah like aew's got their work cut out for them and i don't necessarily even say that as an nxt like mark as it were or anything like Like, i just feel like there's they've set up a large expect large yeah they have large expectations for aew yeah and it's it will be interesting to see and i mean they're able to yeah me me personally as much as it seems like they want to have this war that they say they don't want to have i'm like I i just don't if you really long for the Monday Night Wars, get a subscription to the network and go back and watch every friggin' episode of Nitro and every episode of Raw and have your own Monday Night War, right? Watch like, it. Remember, it's not great. It's not. It had a lot of its flaws, but... And a lot of puppies. A lot of puppies. Which, Jerry Lawler's coming back to Raw. He's coming back. More puppies. Puppies. <laughs> Except nowadays, they'll legit be puppies. Well, yeah. I hope that's a thing yeah. that actually happens. <laughs> It's like Lawler every it's just week. A basket does, of do- little puppies. He's got he's got like a little like feature where it's yeah it's literally that it's like and Lawler's it, puppies. And it's literally just an adoption thing. <laughs> getting yeah it's in, in partnership with the SPCA. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, uh, spay and neuter your pets. Yeah, yeah. This isn't the Price Is Right <laughs> with Howie Long. <laughs> yeah, he he just wants more puppies. He doesn't want you to spay and neuter your pets. Uh, he wants more, more puppies. puppies. That's true. More puppies. Um, <laughs> this show uh, derailed real quick. Plus so, side, our announced team does not change. <laughs> Thankfully, neither of our oh, announced teams like, change. Oh, I thought you were saying like NXT. Us. We're not well, changing. We're not changing like, what are you Sorry. saying? No, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry isn't coming. No, there are us. changes on some of our things we watch though, because yeah. we've only got a few more chapters of Jim, Uncle Jim. Being, After this one, five more. Yeah. Uncle Jim Chapters being the man. Uncle Jim being the Which they're going to have to come up quick because it's already almost October and his last show is end of December. <laughs> so <laughs> so they, they got a couple coming up. We got, back what, to back. Two, two in October, two in November, and that huge one in the middle of December. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. We'll see. Anyway, that will do it for this episode of Discover Progress. Remember, you can find us wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, including YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yada, yada, and allwrestling.com. Um, and uh, we're also on the social media things, Instagram and Twitter, at Disc Progress. Instagram being The Adam Show. That's me. You're supposed to say adios? Adios. I don't know. Twitter <laughs> being, Twitter being yeah. The David Show. Yeah, that's me. So anyways, I don't know why I said you've got to say goodbye. Because now we're going to say bye-bye. So bye. I know who's going to be the number one contender for that.